to always get the latest Game Tea, do not forget to follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at The Game Tea Podcast, and you can find us on Twitter at Game Tea Podcast X. We post memes, gaming news, retweet friends of the pod, and of course, let you know when new episodes are available for your listening pleasure. Links are all available in the description of this episode, so check them out after the show, and thank you so much for listening to The Game Tea Podcast. everybody and welcome to another episode of the game tea podcast my name is jp and i'm czar all right so we posted about it on twitter and if you don't follow us on twitter you've probably seen that we haven't posted anything in about a week and a half if you're wondering why that is the podcast is about to go through a pretty big change no so, we're not dead i wish <laughs> I, well the year no. is still young the, yeah <laughs> Maybe this year is my year. (laughs) Anyway, it's kind of about Zach. So with everything going on with Zach and his life right now, um, he decided that he needed to take more of a backseat approach to the podcast. Um, Now, don't worry. That doesn't mean that he's gone for good. Um, He's just taking more of a producer type role at the moment. Um, So... Essentially, what that means is he's still going to be the one who's writing our scripts. He'll still show up for the segments whenever he wants to. And occasionally he'll join us for the news. But I'm sorry to all our Zach fans. That does mean you're going to be hearing from him a lot less. But that there is some good news to share along with that. Czar, what do we got going on? Yeah, there is. Well, we've talked about him a lot on this podcast. We heard from him on the last episode. Um, And so I suppose... There's not much more need for introduction. Everybody, please welcome our new permanent member of the Game T podcast, one Mr. Peaches. Yellow. My name is Peaches. Stop, 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 stop. The first thing you start with is yellow. What are you, a white guy in their mid 40s with like three kids? Um, Pretty close. (laughs) I was going to say, I was like, that's a stupid question. I shouldn't have asked that. Yeah, I'm 26. I'm basically 40. I mean, right. That checks out. That checks out. Sorry, you're 27, (laughs) aren't you? No, I will be in a couple months, but I'm not yet. I was going to say I'm turning 26 in April, so I'm not quite there yet either. Compared to you guys, I feel so young. At least we're all closer to 30 than we are 20. At least? (laughs) No, this is a bad thing. (laughs) Death is right around the corner, guys. (laughs) Our lives are basically over. Oh. Yeah, it's it's all downhill from here. I mean, Mass Effect already finished their trilogy. Uh, I don't know. What what else do we have to look forward to, guys? The remakes, bro. I mean... (sighs) That's not the Shepard story. I know, but come on, remakes. But there might be new Shepard story. (laughs) (sighs) All right. So before we can get back into the true swing of things where we give you the news and we give you a weekly segment, I think it's only fair that you get to know our new friend Peaches a little bit more before he permanently takes over for Zach. So today's episode is about getting to know Peaches a little bit. So... Question number one for you, Peaches. Who are you? <laughs> what do you do? Well, I am currently a full-time student in 
well, I don't know if I want to dox myself. I'm a full-time <laughs> student going to college right now, uh, trying to get a degree in whatever I feel like doing. I haven't really decided that yet. We're currently going for pre-law, but we'll see how far that goes. Pre-law, really? Ooh, Peaches could be the new lawyer. <laughs> we need a lawyer. That's perfect. Yeah, hit me up, guys. I have 0% completion on that, but we're, we're on the way there. <laughs> we're on the way. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, while I'm doing that, I'm just mainly pursuing my hobbies of playing video games, watching movies, comedies. Well, uh, stand-up comedy, not like comedy movies, because those are garbage. <laughs> not all the time, but, like, things with Ryan Reynolds are usually pretty good. I like Seth Rogen. Yeah, I like Seth Rogen's uh, shitty movies. <laughs> I, you know, I I haven't really cared for a Seth Rogen movie in a while. I mean, what was his last one? The It wasn't Sausage Party, was it? It might have been Sausage Party. And then before that, it was the North Korea one. Yeah, the interview. He really started going downhill after the interview. Yeah, definitely. I miss Zach and Mary make a porno. Oh, dude, Zach and Mary make a porno was so good. Look, I'm just going to keep Pineapple Express in my heart forever, okay? That- <laughs> okay, yeah, we can't forget Pineapple Express. That is the pinnacle of comedy. <laughs> Look, Seth Rogen's got quite a repertoire of uh, good movies, but as of recently, he's gone downhill. And honestly, just like most comedy movies have really been less good as of recently and more like more so movies that are more focused on drama with comedy aspects to them have been better at hitting. Sure. For me, at least. When did we become a movie podcast? <laughs> oh, we're, oh yeah, no, that, that's been my secret agenda the whole time. Oh, was, that's uh, what we're doing now. Been, <laughs> <laughs> I was the Game Tea Podcast stan just so I can move the Game Tea Podcast to the Movie Tea Podcast. <laughs> the Movie Tea Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we know who you are. Uh, we know what you're doing. Uh, Czar, what about our next question? I got a pretty important question here, and I mean, I think this is on everybody's mind. Who do you know here? Oh, gee. Uh, um, Who invited you? <laughs> Who do you know I, here? I thought if I walked in confidently enough, nobody would notice. I know that, like, people joke about that, but Zara and I met in a fraternity. So, like, that's a real thing that people say all the time. <laughs> no, seriously. Who do you know here? Um, well, I know Zar from the last time we recorded the podcast. Um, that doesn't and I know- count. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this episode is not I, uh, for anyone else's benefit, but mine. <laughs> well, I know JP because we used to work at Subway together and we went to high school together and we also worked a little bit at a, a Super Target. <laughs> yeah, we did. Shout out to Super Target. <laughs> <laughs> Produce guy right here. It is crazy how many bananas we sold. <laughs> it astounded me every time I would refill the bananas, go to get some water, bananas are gone. Where did the bananas go? <laughs> Who's buying all the bananas? <laughs> um, and I know Zach from some of the same stuff. We, you know, went to high school together, uh, hung out a little bit there. Um, and we just kind of, me and Zach have been gaming together for a while because of uh, a mutual friend of ours. What have you been playing with them? Um, recently, I've been playing uh, World of Warcraft with Zach, sort of. Oh, so you've been fueling his addiction, huh? Uh, not fueling. I'm just participating. I'm <laughs> just enforcing. Uh, you're an enabler. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm just an enabler, all right? I didn't start it, nor am I pouring coal into the fire. I just, you know, am there for the, you know, I'm just here for the ride. You're just along. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I played PUBG with Zach, too. 
You and I have a lot of mutual friends, actually, too, Chaz. We used to hang out with a good buddy named Matt together, and, like, that oh, whole yeah. crew. We played Yu-Gi-Oh! all the time, and you always got mad because you... <laughs> okay, do you remember? You and I went to Target one time, or maybe it was Walmart, and we saw a Yu-Gi-Oh! card deck for, like... It was a box for, like, $20, and there were two decks and a bunch of cards inside. Yeah. And so we went in halfway on it, and I let you choose the first deck, and you chose the Dinosaurs. And that, except the dinosaurs <laughs> suck. Because dinosaurs are sick. They do suck. But you know what? They're they're the coolest ones there. If they were so cool. How come you didn't win ever? Because you know, the game is rigged. All right. Yu-Gi-Oh is a rigged game. And <laughs> I, I'm just I'm calling it out right now. I'll actually attest to that. Fuck Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh is kind of bunk. Ironically, you know who the best person I know at Yu-Gi-Oh is? Is it Zach? It's Zach! <laughs> it's outrageous how good he used to be at that game. Hey, uh, we got a buddy that we're playing World of Warcraft with right now that also is pretty good at Yu-Gi-Oh. I was roommates with him back when I still... Uh, back before I moved, I was roommates with him, and he's he was pretty good at Yu-Gi-Oh, too. He played a deck I'd never heard of before and absolutely demolished me with it. Might have been able to beat Zach, too. I still have PTSD flashbacks from fighting fairy decks. Oh, fairy decks, right? Oh, uh... I, I hate to tell you this. I, after I gave up on dinosaurs, I went straight to fairies, dude. Naturally. <laughs> because the, nat- the natural progression is dinosaurs to fairies. I just, uh, you know, I see the link. What kind of childhood did you have? Why don't you relax, uh, okay? <laughs> <laughs> this, look, this isn't about me. <laughs> this isn't about me. All right, so you know Zach and I from a pretty similar background, but you haven't known Czar until you started listening to our podcast, right? Yeah, and uh, with our my imaginary one-sided beef with him, where I would just message you in the DMs about how he's getting Mass Effect stuff wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I really need to go back and play that series. <laughs> I mean, with all the games that are coming out right now, it's so hard to keep the detail straight of all these games, especially something as expansive as Mass Effect. So if he was on the ball for most of the information, I'll give him credit for that. I think you were just being picky. I did finally remember what Liara's species was. She's an Asari. I couldn't think of it in the episode. Yep, Liara to Sony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I that, I was yelling about that one. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I think I went I went to all caps for that. <laughs> couldn't remember the race. It's one of the main ones. Funnily I, enough, oh sorry. No, I didn't. I was just laughing at my own stupidity because yes, it was really <laughs> obvious what her her race was. <laughs> Funnily enough, that's not even my favorite Peaches moment. My favorite Peaches moment is when we gave our opinion on Scott Pilgrim versus the world and you lost your <laughs> marbles. It's, Dude, Scott Pilgrim is an incredible movie. Have you watched it recently? Yes. It is so good. Not recently. Yes, it's not that great. It is so good. <laughs> it is incredible. First of all. Michael Sarah takes on the Human Torch slash Captain America, and he takes on Superman, and he is an ex with Captain Marvel. Come on. Well, it's just nice to see Michael Sarah acting a little bit outside of his range. Outside of his typecast of weird dorky guy that <laughs> nobody likes. <laughs> his 100% real personality that somebody was like, hey, let's put that into cinema. <laughs> Hey, Michael Sarah once was cast as a bad boy. I can't remember what the name of the movie was, but he was, uh, you know, he, he grew out a mustache and he drove a fancy, you know, muscle car. He was a bad boy once. And also in End of the World. Yeah, he was also in Juno. He was also in Juno. <laughs> that is correct. 
<laughs> hey, he got he got laid in Juno. Good on the guy. Props. Congrats on the sex. Congrats on the sex. <laughs> you did it. The best part about <laughs> Scott Pilgrim versus the world, and I'm not kidding, is where Knives stops by him and Wallace's apartment and goes, is Scott here? And he jumps out the window. I thought that was hysterical. <laughs> or what about the part where they make up vegan or they make fun of vegans? Uh Oh, wait, I don't want to piss off any vegans. Never mind. That was lame when they did that. I, ah, I completely disagree. Vegans are a low-hanging fruit. <laughs> they don't have Get the energy it. to defend themselves. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you know Zach and I from high school and from friends and mutual groups and stuff, and you grew your hatred from Czar like the rest of us did from this podcast. So <laughs> That checks out. Yeah, that checks out. <laughs> Along with that, you've actually pretty much been the podcast bigging fan messaging me, especially at the beginning when the podcast started, kind of feedback about like how we were doing and things you could we could reflect on. And it actually helped us out a lot. So, you know, before knowing you were going to be a host, what have you thought of our podcast so far? I mean, I've had a good time listening to it. You know, it, it started off bumpy, but I think you guys have steadily improved over time. And I mean, obviously, it was never the plan for me to take over Zach's spot. You know, but like, I think you guys are doing a great job and I've always been a fan. I like, I'm a fan of video games and I thought this podcast was a good avenue between the two of those things. You're a fan of video games and you're also very opinionated. That's why I thought you'd be perfect for this. <laughs> oh, I got a lot of hard opinions. That's nice. <laughs> hot takes only. Yeah. Do you, if you want some scalding hot takes and some people, you want some Twitter engagement. I got some scalding hot takes, dude. Ooh. What have been some of your favorite episodes of the podcast so far? Uh, let's see. The, the, uh, my, I think my favorite one was the cyberpunk one. Um, then That's there's the just because you were uh, in I, it. I call in. <laughs> and, well, no, well, hold on. I also like the I also like the the uh, gaming backlog episode where uh, I call in and tell Zach to try or tell GP to try Mass Effect Two. I think those are probably two of the best episodes yet. So the ones that you're in. <laughs> <laughs> And he ends up playing Octopath Traveler. I'm still mad. I, we're, we're not going to bring that up. I'm You're still, still mad, mad about, about Octopath Traveler, aren't you? <laughs> I will forever be mad that you played Octopath Traveler instead of Mass Effect Look, 2. Look, but it wasn't <laughs> but, my uh, decision. That's the whole point of the game is it's not my decision. I was just as surprised as everyone that it was Octopath Traveler. <laughs> In all reality, I think the two best episodes were your guys's uh, game award episode i really enjoyed that one and i also enjoyed the music mayhem episode where uh, travis came on oh i can't wait for you to meet travis he's a good guy man we loved having him on he's a lot of fun yeah no that, it was it was fun to listen to he was, it was a fun co-host for that game it worked out really well it was it was super entertaining and i'm usually not into like the music aspect of games hmm that's surprising because like the the soundtrack is what makes or breaks some games, in my opinion. Uh, but it is just an opinion. Well, no, I think you're absolutely right. Like, I mean, a, a soundtrack is absolutely mandatory to like, a, you know, making a good game and like hitting those key emotional moments. Like the soundtrack is what kind of fuels the emotion to those moments. But I just, you know, I don't notice it or think about it after I get done playing the game. Mm hmm. Well, getting all hot and bothered with the praise over here in this kind of in the same vein um, of Z JP's question. So what are you most excited to be a part about with the podcast? Like, are you looking forward to playing some certain segment game? Just talking about news like what what, what you bring in here? Um, I don't I've always I 
I've always been a very opinionated person, as JP said earlier. Yes, you have. That's and true. I'm, <laughs> I I like talking about like you know I like discussing video games with people. You know, it's always been my thing, but I haven't been able to do it for a long time because you know my friends that I play games with now don't play the same games that I do. Like I, I can't talk about Mass Effect with Zach. He plays World of Warcraft. Like that's, and that's like it. number one game. <laughs> yeah. Nintendo products and World of Warcraft. That's it. <laughs> or like, you know, I got I, I can't talk about Mass Effect with a bunch of my other friends because they only play League of Legends or now they're playing World of Warcraft now that it's popular again. You know, it's like I don't have a lot of avenues to discuss this. And I think this podcast is just, you know, it's a fun place to talk about video games. I mean, the segments you guys host seem pretty fun. And I, you know, I wouldn't mind losing to Zara a few times, especially in Music Mayhem. He look, seems like he needs a win. Uh, he, he really I does. I do need a win. I need a win. You won the last game. <laughs> That's true. I still need more, though. Yeah, but I mean, with the, the overall marks, though, I think it's like Zach number one, JP number two, and Zara number three for wins, right? Oh, that's definitely true. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely use some more dubs. Hey, as of it as it sits right now, I'm in dead last. <laughs> that position no and, longer goes to Czar. <laughs> Speaking of Travis, that Music Mayhem episode is actually, as long as I got that dub, I mean, I don't care if I ever get another dub again, because I'm so happy about that one. <laughs> you got that dub out of pity points. Uh, no, I, I got three songs right on the spot, right in a row. And how many pity points? Like two or three. they weren't pity point they were cuteness points not to mention i split my last seven points just to keep you ahead by 0.5 yeah you did shout out to czar (laughs) don't you forget it to piggyback a little bit off of czar's question what do you think you're gonna be able to add to like the mix of hosting right now what do you think your place in all this is gonna be um, I think I had a uh, whole different viewpoint than you guys hold. Like, I, as you know, JP, from your DMs, <laughs> I disagree with you guys a lot on a lot of things. And I think that's good for sparking discussion. And I think uh, we'll be able to, you know, have lengthier talks about some of the subjects we talk about, whether it be like, you know, controversial games or some uh, interesting takes from in the gaming world. I think that I bring a different opinion and we can have a more robust discussion about all sorts of different topics. We're really going to need to make a special edition Peaches merch shirt that just says, I disagree strongly. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great idea. (laughs) So when I first started the podcast with Zar and Zach, part of the reason I was so pumped up about our little crew at that point was obviously because we had a big PlayStation fan, a big Xbox fan, and a big Nintendo fan. Um, and an avenue that I felt we could be getting a new viewpoint on was PC, which works out because you're more of a PC gamer, aren't you? Yeah, I've been PC gaming since... Uh, I, I don't want to say I've been doing it forever because I, I think I started towards the end of high school when I used my subway money to buy an Alienware laptop. I remember that. <laughs> you were so excited about that laptop. I was psyched, and uh, I tell you, a big reason I was psyched is because it was the first time I'd ever seen a backlit keyboard. Oh, yeah. It's an impressive sight <laughs> and, uh, for the first time. It is. Yeah. Oh, dude, I thought backlit keyboards were the raddest thing, and then now I realize that that's the norm. That's that's the standard for <laughs> keyboards when you're playing video games on the computer. 
So I feel a little bit stupid back then. But, you know, at the time I cranked out like 1400 bucks for that uh, laptop and that's kind of where it all started. And, and All with subway money. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a lot easier to save money when you're still like in high school <laughs> and living with your parents working, you know? Rent, groceries, electricity. You don't have to worry about any of that stuff. Zar, what was your high school job? Didn't you work at Pizza Hut? I was. Uh, it was really funny because I came from a really small town that literally only had two restaurants throughout my high school. A Pizza Hut and a Subway. And they were right across the street from each other. <laughs> <laughs> and I worked at the Pizza Hut. <laughs> it's like, do I want to work at the Pizza Hut or the Subway? As someone who worked at Subway, you made the right choice, my friend. I mean, I was just thinking of free food and Pizza Hut has a buffet. And where do you think all that food goes after the buffet doesn't get eaten? In your tummy? You're darn in right. The trash. It does. <laughs> no, it doesn't go in <laughs> no. the trash. It goes to the employees. Yeah. Shit. I mean, Subway was actually kind of stingy with us sometimes about food. Um, I mean, to be fair, we well, got uh, ice cream and chips pretty much whenever we wanted. But um, also, I mean, you remember. Should, I don't know if I should be sharing this, but uh, you remember eating that cookie dough? Like, you know, we just mark it as waste. Have, have a nice cookie. Yeah. Unless lawyers are listening to this, in which case my answer is we. Somewhere out there, <laughs> your high school manager from Subway way back in the day is listening. He's just, son of a bitch, I knew they stole that dough. Oh, she had she had <laughs> way more problems than us in our bullshit at Subway. She had a lot going on with like, I don't even know if I can get into it, but like a, her husband passed away and yeah, she didn't care. Oh God, this is getting uh, too real. Abort, abort. Yeah, abort. <laughs> yeah, I, I would pull away from that. She's got some pretty dark stories too. Yeah, let's just pull the ripcord on out of here. What other questions do we got for you, Peaches? Let's see here. Um, Are you a cat or a dog person? Oh, geez. Um, I... <laughs> I guess both. I was a dog person first, but when I uh, was living on my own or well with roommates, I got a cat because cats are easier to take care of. Yeah. So I currently have a cat named Small Cat in homage to a Twitch Aww. streamer named I'm a cutie pie. Um, and living with my family, I have three dogs. Um, one is named Major, one is named Willow, and one is named Sookie. Sookie! Ooh. Well, to really get you integrated into the game T life, we're going to have to have you post some cute, adorable animal pictures to the social media so everybody really gets to <laughs> yes. know you. Yes, true. Fill our page right, with yeah, puppies. I mean, we, we, <laughs> all right. Yeah, I mean, we can use my animals for Internet points. I'm cool with Look, it. <laughs> I would I would be a cat person if I weren't allergic because I like how low maintenance they are. But what I don't like is how my throat closes whenever I'm around them. I really don't like that. Eh, what? Why? Minor inconveniences. Just uh, call me a weirdo, I guess. I just like to breathe. <laughs> I know that's a strange, unpopular opinion. Yeah, it's kind of a niche thing. I wouldn't I wouldn't admit that on a podcast, dude. That's, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> so we know the ins and outs of you yourself, Peaches, except for probably the most important question. Let's talk about some of your favorite games. Oh, right, right. The games was the important question, not the not the pets. Yeah, because, you know, I think that's what we do here is talk about games and cats. Ooh. Now, our audience, <laughs> our audience has gotten a pretty good feel for the games that the three of us like to play by now and where our like specialties lie. But it's time to talk about yourself and your gaming experience a little bit. What do you like to play? I got a I got a fun little mini game if you guys want to do it here. I can give you my my uh, top five games 
And you guys want to try to guess where what order they go in and from one to five? Ooh, Ooh. surprise game. Segment idea. I love it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, sure. Give us the games. I'm pretty sure you guys have done this before. Uh, something similar to this, at least. Um, all right. So we got Divinity Original Sin 2, Mass Effect 2, Witcher 3, Persona 5, and Stardew Valley. Wow. Now that's a diverse list. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, pretty out there. I I, uh, I understand that kind of goes all over the spectrum of games, but, you know, I'm going to do a lot of stuff. All right, I've got these ranked already. Hold on. Um, let me t- let me tell you right now, JP. If you're thinking how I think you're thinking, you're probably already wrong. So if you want to edit your list at all, that could mean anything. How is that helpful? <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, it's not helpful, but I'm telling you, you're probably already wrong. All right. Uh, there's 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 one big surprise. We'll see about that. All right. Well, I mean, maybe I was overconfident to begin with, but whenever you guys are ready. For the record, what I like about our crew on the podcast is like we have a very diverse taste of games with like minimal with like a decent amount of overlap. We've got a pretty similar list here because I also love Persona 5 and Stardew Valley. Yeah, they're both great games, uh, not at all related to each other. But, you know, I I think I've logged 500 hours onto Stardew Valley. And I just I can't get enough of it. It's always something I go back to. And then, Hmm. well, I think it's good to have like a diversity of the kind of games that you like to play, because in my opinion, it makes you more credible, you know, because just playing one kind of game your entire life can really like give you tunnel vision. Like one of the comments I saw on God of War, the latest one, for example, had me so fucked up. It said <laughs> it said this story holds no light to God of War threes. Very disappointed. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, the first three God it, of I Wars mean... barely had a story <laughs> or gameplay. It was just hack and slash. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, since this is an audio podcast, you can't see how I was visually taken aback when you were reading that. I, it was bananas, <laughs> dude. I was like. I was taken aback. I didn't know what to say. But you know what? To me, that's what happens when you like like a certain type of game and you barely deviate away from that type of game. It's you have really mm. bad takes like that, which you're entitled to have, but is a bad take nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> Too much focus. All right. I got my list. I'm ready. All right. Uh, starting at number five, it is fittingly Persona 5. Hell yeah. Fuck. On the money. Going from to number four now, uh, Stardew Valley. Fuck. Number three, Divinity Original Sin 2. Okay. Number two, Mass Effect 2. All right. Number one, Witcher 3. Damn. I got three out of five. On the money? Yeah. Fuck. That's pretty good. I, I was expecting uh, Mass Effect 2 to trip you up, JP. Honestly, I had that as number one until you said that baloney. And I was like, the only way, (laughs) the only thing he could possibly be talking about is in regards to Mass Effect. So I bumped. (laughs) So I bumped Mass Effect down to number two and brought Witcher three to number one, which proved to be very good. Czar, how many did you get right? Yeah, I should have done that. Um, I had Witcher and Mass Effect switched and I had Divination and Stardew Valley switched. But I got Persona right. Ha! There you go. I win. (laughs) <laughs> Damn it! Well, <laughs> the quick mini game goes to JP. Just go ahead and mark that into his column. I don't know where that leaves the tally between him and Zach. 
Fuck. I call shenanigans. I was unprepared for this game. <laughs> always this call shenanigans. <laughs> Not this time. <laughs> no shenanigans for you. But yeah, like, uh, but the thing is, my favorite game series is definitely Mass Effect, and I, I uh, would stand by that 100%. But as a standalone game, I don't think there's anything I've played that beats Witcher 3. And I've heard you talking about that before, which I find interesting. Again, uh, what's great about your list is that there's such diversity. So the only thing on here that threw me for such a loop, honestly, was Stardew Valley. I didn't know you liked that game so much. (laughs) Oh, dude, I have started so many farms on Stardew Valley. I keep up with the subreddit pretty frequently. And uh, I don't know if you heard, there's a new 1.5 update that just came out uh, in December that added a new... uh, farm area like it's like a beach farm you don't say. pretty excited to try that out soon Ooh, all right it's not out for console yet but you know pc master race shut up walls <laughs> i mean we needed we needed a master racer on this podcast that's what we were missing for sure and i needed an ally because xbox is basically <laughs> pc essentially yeah i mean Suck one it, of the JP. things that i've agreed with your with your takes on is a, a sea of thieves i played that a lot when it was in beta on uh, the Microsoft store back in the day, and it was incredible. Legitimately, if all I had was a PlayStation 4, one of the only exclusives that Microsoft would have that I'd be jealous of, well, besides Halo, would be Sea of Thieves. That game looks outrageously fun. Yeah, but are you really that jealous of Halo? <laughs> At the moment, no. <laughs> Even 10 years ago? Yeah, I mean, back in like 2008 when Halo 3 dropped, maybe. Yeah, that would probably be the last time. Even Halo 4 I really enjoyed. Last time I was really hyped was Reach. Yep, Reach. No, I liked Halo 4 a lot. I thought the, I mean, like, the gameplay is always the same, but, like, things look shiny, and the, sto- <laughs> the story I thought was, like, not, it's not incredibly engaging, but it kept my attention, which is a lot more than what I can say for some Halos. All of the characters in the sh- uh, game are basically wearing nothing but pipe cleaners for armor. And they've got that, like, fiber <laughs> mesh in between everything else. And what's wrong with that? Pipe cleaners are fuzzy, and they're it fun, and they're bendable. stupid as hell. You don't know what's cool. Shut up, man. Spartans aren't exactly <laughs> bulky, but they need a little bit more armor than a bra and panty. <laughs> uh, Peaches, who did you wife or husband up in Stardew Valley? Um, I've had so many playthroughs that I, I've gone back and forth. Uh, my first playthrough, I did Abigail. Obviously, because Abigail, yes, obviously Abigail. She's she's the goth girl. She's a gamer. Yep. But yeah, she's also a gamer, you know, relatable. Um, and then I believe it was uh, Leah. And then after that, Penny. Oh, Penny. Yeah. Abigail would always complain about like uh, I'd get home and then, you know, there'd be a little text bubble saying that I shouldn't have left the house such a mess when it's the dog in the way. So. <laughs> <laughs> Who left this here? That's not <laughs> Points the dog. You should have picked up the dog. <laughs> what? Uh, let's talk Persona Five. Uh, what's one? What's some of your favorite things about Persona Five? Um, I think the craziest thing that I found about Persona Five is that it actually made turn-based combat engaging. Right? Like, yeah, that's pretty hard to do. Yeah, I have, <laughs> I have never been a fan of like turn-based combat outside of like a Pokemon game, and even then, like Pokemon. I, I would find it getting like pretty stale. Pokemon gets really tedious. Yeah, it does. And I was going to say, I could have sworn I heard you say before you're not a huge Pokemon guy. I, I'm not huge into Pokemon. Like I've, I've, I say that I've played every Pokemon. I'm not huge <laughs> into it, though. <laughs> um, but 
I, I like the world of Pokemon, and so that's why I always keep up with it. But yeah, like the combat definitely gets stale in that. And Persona 5 just does a good job of making, you know, turn-based, like, stay engaging. I think the story in Persona 5 was a lot better than I would have given it credit for, given that it's like a super anime-y game. I really enjoy games where, like, there's so much stuff to do in the game that you almost can't believe it's a part of the same game. Like in Kingdom Hearts, when you're fighting anime people one second and then in Tarzan's world the second. I think that's really cool. Well, you're, you're barking up the wrong tree with Kingdom Hearts. I do not think Kingdom Hearts is that good of a uh, game. Uh-oh. <laughs> Travis is going to be pissed. Shut up. <laughs> yeah I, i'm not trying to start beef but i am i am not huge into the uh kingdom hearts especially not kingdom hearts 3 i i loved kingdom hearts back when i was a kid and i played kingdom hearts 1 on my ps2 i believe but then like since then i i don't know like i didn't play kingdom hearts 2 because i didn't have the console i needed for it i can't i think that was still ps2 wasn't it yeah it was still ps2 yeah, I went through like five PS2s because they kept breaking. Um, <laughs> Too many DVDs. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, yeah, so I played Kingdom Hearts 1. I skipped over Kingdom Hearts 2. And like, apparently that doesn't really matter because the story of Kingdom Hearts is so convoluted. It wouldn't have mattered if I played it anyways. Yeah, basically. Kingdom Hearts is the biggest. It's like. I love Kingdom Hearts, but to me, it's one of my favorite gaming franchises where I'm like, I love it. But if you don't, I totally understand. <laughs> well, this will be exciting. We get to issue an official apology with peaches on the podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> Once Travis comes looking for an apology over Kingdom Hearts. I mean, let it be known that Zar and I love Kingdom Hearts. So this one's just for peaches. Yeah, hey, that, that, I'm going to be on my own on this one. Find out who is our new permanent host next week on the Game Team. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What about Divinity? Let's talk about Divinity a little bit. Dude, Divinity came out of nowhere for me. Oh, my gosh. Like, I got that game because it was on Steam sale for like five dollars. And I love those games uh, where you just like take a chance on it because it's cheap and it turns out to be amazing. It's the only way Zara will play a game is if it's five dollars. <laughs> True that. Like, hell, it was five. It sucks, but it was five dollars. Anthem, Doom <laughs> Eternal. What could be better? <laughs> um, you know, Divinity. I don't know if you ever played uh, Dark Alliance or Baldur's Gate like way back in the day. Oh, my God. I never thought I would hear those words again. I fucking loved those games. I have no idea what they are. You're basically... They might have been Xbox exclusives. No, those are PlayStation 2. Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance was on PlayStation 2. I was always jealous of that exclusive. But think of D&D in its most basic virtual interactive form. Ooh. And that's that's what Baldur's Gate is. Yeah. And that's kind of like what Divinity is like. Yeah, uh, it's a lot like that. And uh, to be honest, like I spent... Like, I want to say 30 hours of my game time. I could not figure out how to get out of the starting area. <laughs> and like that's that's with my regular adult brain. And I could not figure it out. Sounds like me um, and ESO with lock picking. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I seriously, I love that game also has uh, turn based combat, which I also found pretty engaging. Um, coincidentally, I played it after Persona 5, but um like it takes it takes turn-based combat and like a whole uh, like a whole new aspect to persona 5 right. like you know persona 5 is like you kind of beat at the same person like just using different abilities but like uh divinity it takes turn-based combat in the way that like you kind of control the environment you have like all different like surfaces you can like control or uh you can like spread oil and then light that oil on fire 
to create like a zone where enemies would have to take damage to get to you or go around it and like take an extra turn, stuff like that. And so like the combat was super engaging. And I also found that like the story of it was super cool. And like each character kind of has their own character story that they're going through while you're going through the main story of the campaign. And each of those was incredibly good. Like I had a hard time picking which character to like play next because each of them were all like such interesting characters with their like really unique and uh, I don't know how to word it, but it was just unique and like a story, a character story I had never even like really even thought of or experienced in any other type of game. And so I, I really enjoyed that aspect of it. You can get a lot of game time out of this game. Like I think I've gotten 230 hours in it with 30 hours being on the main island. Damn. Hey, not too shabby. That's pretty intense. Yeah, I would I I would strongly recommend Divinity Original Sin 2 to anybody that's like a fan of like Dungeons and Dragons esque like RPGs. And they're also working on a new game, Baldur's Gate 3, right now that's in early access. Ooh. So you've mentioned Mass Effect 2 before. I don't know if there's much you can add on to that that you haven't already said. It's just, an all, <laughs> honestly, you just like, to you, it's just all around fantastic. Not without its flaws, but no game is. Well, you see, and like, even with its flaws, I still give Mass Effect a 10 out of 10. Like, it, it, like... A game doesn't have to be perfect to be to be perfect to somebody, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That's true. We kind of talked a little bit about that in answering gaming's biggest questions. It's honestly a really it's a great question. It's like, does a game need to be absolutely perfect to earn a 10 out of 10? You know, not based off of individuals, I would say. Uh, yeah, I would personally say no. But uh, again, I'll, I'll come in with a hot take. It doesn't have to be perfect to be a 10 out of 10. Like and like it's not going to be a 10 out of 10 to everybody. To some people, it's going to be a one out of 10. But you know, to the individual, I think it is absolutely possible to achieve a perfect score uh, for a game like on an individual basis. Yeah. And finally, that leaves us at The Witcher 3. Um, you actually got a chance to talk about The Witcher recently because you were featured on our Cyberpunk episode and CD Projekt Red worked on Witcher 3 or the whole Witcher series as well as Cyberpunk. So what more can you really say about Witcher other than it is also fantastic, amazing, incredible 10 out of 10 would play again? <laughs> I can't really express it in a way that the internet hasn't already expressed, like how great The Witcher is. Like, you'll, you'll see The Witcher all the time in like these gaming circle jerks, like where everyone's just like, "Oh, yeah. I love The Witcher three so much, best game of all time." A bunch, just like a few slabs in a room alone together made it. And it's like, I mean, that, that's not all true, but it's an incredible game. I mean, I don't want to blather on too much about it because everything that there is to be said about it has probably been said because it's been out for a while and the internet, like. It's the internet star child of video games. JP, we're we're going to need a really fun, silly sound effect for when Peaches said gaming circle jerk and then went, oh, Witcher 3. <laughs> I don't know if I want to look up that sound. <laughs> just, just turn your safe search off. It, just rip it off of Pornhub. What do you mean? What? <laughs> I wonder what I the copyright laws are for Pornhub. What, well, what category? <laughs> circle jerk. What do you mean? Is that there? Gaming circle jerk to be specific. Probably. Look at me asking like I don't know. Like, oh, Bruh, rule of 42. <laughs> <laughs> if it exists, there is porn for it. And I hate to say it, but that's 100% true because I there's weird stuff out there, man. <laughs> weird stuff. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Czar has one more question for you. So just completely out of left field, do you have any random ass tinfoil hat conspiracy gaming theories that you think might hold a candle this year 
Um, yeah, I think that uh, CD Projekt Red being sued right now is all for the stonk game, and that the only reason that they have lawsuits going on is because people want to drop their stonk prices, invest in those stonks, and see them raise up when they fix Cyberpunk. That's that's my tinfoil hat theory. Ooh. Invest in CD Projekt Red while they're being sued. That sounds like insider trading. Yeah. <laughs> the only reason I would disagree with that, again, is because if you're not playing this on a PC like you and I did, you're not having a good time playing Cyberpunk. You're gonna have a bad time. But they're gonna fix it eventually. Eventually. <laughs> it's already it's already being fixed quite a bit for PC, but you know, console's still a ways away. I don't know, dude. Even like I'm 50 hours into my gameplay right now, and I'm still hitting a couple of glitches and bugs. And the only one that I wanted them to keep, which is naked T posing on motorcycle, is now gone. No, and that was the <laughs> only one I would not care if they ever fixed because it was so funny. How else are you supposed to showcase your custom genitalia? <laughs> Look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my glorious dong. <laughs> but if anything, if anything, the T posing has gotten more intense. Like I, I see people T posing more and more often, and you know, I I can't help but like you know T pose back to try to reassert my dominance <laughs> to a certain time. <laughs> um, is there any um? honorable mentions that you wanted to add to your little uh, game list there? Because that's a pretty solid list, but I feel like there's more we've talked about. Um, I got I got five more games that I could throw on there. Um, so that's my top five. And then going from number six, I would put Halo 3 next. Solid. Good pick, good pick. Um, not based on like just, t- not just based on Halo 3's story, just based on everything that came with Halo 3, custom oh, games, God, Forge, yeah. matchmaking. It was all great. Um, Portal 2 comes after that. Oh, classic. I mean, we're, we're all big Portal fans here, right? I'm not about to oh, fight somebody. If there's one thing we agree on, it's that we all love Portal, except for Zach, who, I, if he tried it, honestly, I don't think he would like it that much because it's strictly puzzles and no combat. I, you know, I think that everybody who can get something out of Portal 2, but like you have to be like the kind of person that's like paying attention to dialogue. And like a lot of people I've found out recently are not the types to do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I always seem to remember whenever I had a Game Informer subscription way back when all of the developers and all of the people featured in that magazine on their top 10 list somewhere would be Portal 1 or 2. Mm-hmm. Never failed. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, like, I think I really think Portal just has something for everybody, but like people have to be willing to give it a fair chance. And uh, not everybody has done that. Which, I mean, you know, it's fine. I'm, I'm not judging anybody because they would rather play other games, but I think Portal definitely uh, appeals to, like, one of the widest audiences I've seen. Okay, what else you got? Um, after Portal 2, uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 1. Naturally. Solid choice. And then Risk of Rain 2. I don't know if you guys have played that one yet. Nope. Hmm. That It's uh, it's an incredible, I think it's called, a, it's a, in the roguelite category. I love Risk of Rain 2. It's so much fun. It you like every run that you do on Risk of Rain 2 feels different. Like it um imagine if Nazi zombies from like Call of Duty was like fun and not <laughs> the most irritating thing in the world. <laughs> I mean you're not wrong. <laughs> so yeah, and like Risk of Rain, it's like it's kinda like a wave survival game that's also a roguelite where uh 
you know, you're just, you fight all these enemies, you're trying to get money to buy upgrades for your character, and each, there's like, I want to say eight characters, and they all play super differently from each other, and, you know, you're just trying to survive as long as possible, or there's also, they recently added an option where you can, like, actually beat the game, and, like, it's, it's like a very small, like, sort of story in the game, but you right. can actually beat the game, or you can just keep going on to see how long you can survive in this. Um, but then, lastly, my top ten would have to be uh, this is a recent addition. Uh, I've recently found a love for the game Rocket League. Ooh. <laughs> all right. I I respect that a lot. I love Rocket League. I'm all about the car soccer these days. It's fun, dude. Rocket League is a lot of fun. Yeah. And like, I mean, even if you're bad at the game, you can still have fun because the game will match you against other people who are also bad like you. I am awful at the game, but I still think it's fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. In fact, we should play that together. <sighs> rocket league is gorgeous if you play it on pc and it's free so it's yeah it's free on epic game store oh yeah but yeah i love rocket league i would love to play with you guys sometime um yeah i I mean i just recently started playing it like towards the end of last year and i found an incredible love for it all right well, I don't know if there is anything else we can learn about you right now, Peaches. I, for one, am so incredibly excited to get you in on this podcast. I think it's going to add an entirely new dynamic to our discussions. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, maybe getting to know Zara a little bit better. Maybe smack him around in Rocket League a little bit. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it's not that hard to smack me around in Rocket League, <laughs> but I have thoroughly felt like I have gotten to know you, and I am glad about that. Yeah, I'm excited. It'll be a good time. All right. So that means that we're going to work on this episode and post it on, let's see, the 23rd. Um, And until then, or sorry, the 16th, not the 23rd. I was looking at the wrong day. (laughs) So we're going to post this on the 16th and then we're going back to a normal uh, episode release after that. So I'm very excited. Are you guys excited? I'm excited. Onward and upward, boys. Let's get stoked. Let's get stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening to another episode of the Game Tea Podcast, and we will see you in the next episode. You just got your game tea. Later. Ah, I was wondering what you were going to do for your catchphrase. Okay, I can deal with that. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't steal Zach's. <laughs> all right, all right. If you like what you heard today and you're looking for more ways to get your game tea fixed, check us out on Patreon. With bronze, silver, and gold tiers starting at $2 a month, there are several incredible rewards you can receive for supporting the show, such as a follow from us on Twitter, access to a monthly Q&A session, an invitation to our private Discord server, and even bonus episodes of the podcast only accessible to patrons. Your donations will be used to make the show even better. The link to Patreon is in the description with our social media, so go check it out. Once again, thank you so much for listening to the Game Tea Podcast.